Greetings, Body of Messiah. Mark Pulley here with Yahweh Yeshua Assembly in Fort Myers, Florida, bringing you another teaching from Yahweh's Laws and Commandments. Today, we want to talk about whether or not the things that you believe, are they pagan or do they line up with Yahweh's original Hebrew scriptures? And the reason I say Yahweh's original Hebrew scriptures is because most of our Bibles have been translated through, through Constantine, through Rome's hired uh, people that translated the scriptures out of Hebrew into English and they made many changes so that it would line up with their Greek, pagan, Latin, Roman uh, theologies so that you would be deceived into things that are classified as pagan, things that worship other deities and not the Elohim of Israel. If you are a believer, and if you are a person that is serving the Elohim or God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the Father of Yeshua the Messiah, and the Messiah Yeshua himself, then you will want to hear this message. You will want to discern and you will take the time to study it out to see the, whether or not the things you have been taught, are they pagan or do they line up with the Hebrew scriptures? Now, it's real simple, you know, if you just look at, say, Christmas, does Christmas and the celebration and the things we've been taught of Christmas line up with paganism or does it line up with Yahweh's Hebrew original scriptures? And when you do your study and your research, you will see that it does not line up with Yahweh's Hebrew scriptures because Yeshua could not have been born in the wintertime. The shepherds could not have been out in the field in the wintertime in December with the sheep because it would have been way too cold. They would have been already in the barns or in a shelter of some sort closer to home and they would not have been out in the night season because it would have been way too cold. If you've ever been in the desert of any type of desert, and we used to live in the desert in Roswell, New Mexico. It could be 60 during the day, nice and pleasant, comfortable. And at night, it could drop down to 20 degrees, 10 degrees, or hover <clears throat> around zero. I remember wearing my parka that I had from Wisconsin when I moved to New Mexico, wearing it because I went to uh, the body we were part of at 6 in the morning to pray, and I had to wear my parka because it was freezing at six in the morning. So the shepherds would not have been out with the sheep. The sheep would not have been out, you know, at night in 
the night season. We also know that in the spring feast, Yeshua fulfilled them all. He was born during a feast, he died on a spring feast, and he was resurrected on a spring feast, and the Ruach was given not 49 days, not 48 days, but 50 days, not 51 days, not 52 days, but exactly 50 days after the resurrection of the Messiah. So what that tells me is that Yahweh is a stickler for everything he was doing through the Messiah that it would line up with his feast days. And so in the fall feasts, which have not been fulfilled yet, Yahweh's return are going to be done and his setting up his kingdom are going to be done through and in and during the season of Yahweh's fall feast. You know, the, the same when you celebrate, participate in, whether it's Halloween, Easter, New Year's Day, New Year's Eve celebrations, and all the other pagan holidays, um, you have to ask yourself, as a believer in Messiah, so now if you're not a believer in the Messiah, this isn't for you. But if you claim to be serving Father Yahweh, if you claim to be serving the Messiah of Israel, the God of Israel, Yahweh, then this is for you, and you know that those pagan holidays that I just mentioned, that they are pagan and they are not of Yahweh. You will find nothing in the original Hebrew scriptures mentioning those, those holidays, or as one person said, holidays, because they are not found in the scriptures. So when you do your research on them, you'll find the roots of all those holidays have to do with Roman deities, with the gods, paganistic gods, and they all involved great, gross sin, and Yahweh had nothing to do with it. So the things you have been taught in schools and churches, you must ask yourself and research it is, are these pagan? Or do they line up with Yahweh's laws and commandments? Do they line up with the Torah? Do they line up with Yahweh's original Hebrew scriptures? Now think of all the things that we've been taught. Even the months on our calendars all represent demonic, pagan, deities. And always remember that behind every god, if you would, or deity is a demon. And when you participate in those 
quote, for lack of a better word, holidays, Halloween, <clears throat> Christmas, New Year's, Easter, you are serving the demon or the God that is behind those pagan holidays. You might not think it because you've never been taught it, but according to the scriptures, when we serve those holidays, when we participate in them, and no, Yeshua would never redeem pagan holidays, and there are no scriptures by Yeshua, by the prophets, or by Yahweh himself that said, there's coming a day when my son or the Messiah would redeem these pagan holidays and it's okay to participate in them. No, he says just the opposite. And we're going to see that in the scripture here for a few minutes. You will truly be blown away that much, much of what we thought was biblical, including myself, when I first started seeing this, the things that I thought I was taught that was biblical was not biblical and could not be found in the original Hebrew scriptures. There were things taken out of the Hebrew scriptures and replaced with Greek, Roman, pagan beliefs. And that is what much of what our educational system is about. And it is much of what Christianity and our churches are about. They may say they're serving the Elohim of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, but then they go and they participate in holidays that Yahweh says is an abomination, holidays that are based and taken from the roots of paganism that were established way before Yeshua even came. So they were in existence way back in the book of Exodus, in, in the book of Deuteronomy, so on and so forth. And the children of Israel kept going back to serving them. And how you serve them is you participate in them in any way, shape, fashion, or form. And when you serve them, Yahweh is going to have to release his judgments against you. Now, many people have misunderstood Paul's teachings, and they try to teach that what Paul taught lined up with Greek, Roman, pagan philosophies, but it's all a misunderstanding because they don't understand the front of the book. When you understand the front of the book, Paul's teachings, Peter's teachings, the New Testament's teachings line up when you run it through Torah. But if you don't run it through Torah, you don't understand the first, the front of the book, the original covenant, that says you must keep Yahweh's laws and commandments, then you will not understand the end of the book. And you will come up with all kinds of ridiculous ideas. Everything must line up with Torah. 
Anybody that you're listening to, books you're reading, teachings you're following, if it doesn't line up with Torah, you need to reject it. If it doesn't line up with Yahweh's laws and commandments, you need to renounce it. Like when we first came across this, I began to renounce everything that I was taught in our charismatic churches we went to and things I taught, as well as things that, because my family grew, were, was Catholic, everything that my family and myself were involved in under Catholicism, I began to renounce it all. Renounce it all. The only things I didn't renounce were things that were biblically accurate according to the Hebrew Scriptures, like Yeshua's death, burial, and resurrection. Now, when they taught on it, they said he died on the Friday and rose on the Sunday. I renounced that because that doesn't even make sense. You can't get three days and three nights from Friday to Sunday morning. And when you do your, your research and your study with an open heart and saying, Yahweh, teach me what is accurate. And you go back to the original Hebrew scriptures and you find other people teaching from the original Hebrew scriptures, they will reveal to you and teach you that, Yahweh, that Yeshua died on Passover. He didn't die on Friday. And he was resurrected at the end of the Shabbat. And remember at the end of the day, of the seventh day is sundown on Saturday evening. So sundown Saturday evening is when Messiah was resurrected. And after sundown, that was the first day of the week. And there are many other things that <clears throat> we don't have time to go into here, but you need to do your research. What you have been taught. Start with the very basics and see if it lines up with being pagan, coming from paganism, is it found in paganism, or is it found in Yahweh's original Hebrew scriptures. And if you get yourself a good Bible that, <clears throat> ha that is a Hebraic Bible, like I have two, uh, Hebraic Roots Bible, and then Yahweh Restoration Ministries Bible. And you can do your study. And they, they've gone through these scriptures, and they made as many changes as they saw at the time to line up with the original Hebrew. Like Yahweh's name, Yeshua's name, the Shabbat, the feast days, um, so on and so forth. And so... You know, not everything that they may say is 100% accurate because we're men and we, we are fallible and we may make a mistake uh, interpreting and discerning certain things. But nonetheless, it will get you on, on your road to freedom, on your road to biblical freedom. But I will tell you that most translations, English translations, line up with paganism. Now, we're going to read a scripture today out of the NLT version that really will blow you away, and it's, it's accurate according to the Hebrew scriptures. 
But not everything in there. Like I like to research things in the Living Bible, the Amplified Bible, the New Living Translation, and, and the WEB, the LEB, uh, the LEB, and the WEB. They translate in the Old Testament, L-O-R-D, into Yahweh, which is biblical. But they don't do the New Testament with uh, Jesus translated into Yeshua. You know, just look up the name Jesus. Jesus is not the Hebrew name that, that Yahweh gave to Mary and Joseph to give to his son, their son. His name is Yeshua. Jesus is not a Hebrew name. It is a Latin name. And it didn't even exist until the 16th century. So if it didn't exist until the 16th century, how could it be the Messiah's name when he walked the earth in the first century? How could it be that a Hebrew Torah feast-keeping, Shabbat-keeping family would name their name, would name their son a name that he didn't even exist yet? And it did not line up with Torah. It, they couldn't. And when you see these things, you will say, wow, I've been duped. I've been deceived. Well, you don't get angry. You just realize you have just been mistaught because they have been mistaught. And they can't teach you something that they don't know. Something you will never, two things you'll never hear taught in churches or by Christianity. And that are, that are things that are pagan. You'll never hear it taught unless they're coming out from among it. And the other thing is you'll never hear taught Yahweh's laws and commandments. You'll never hear them taught to teach and to live according to Yahweh's laws and commandments. You'll never hear that. So if you'll never hear that coming from them, why would you spend time going to a place where you're just being fed things that does not line up with Yahweh, the Elohim of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Why would you go somewhere and continue submitting yourself under their teaching to be inspired to go further down the road of paganism? You shouldn't. When you see these things and you have a repentant heart and you live according to what Paul said and the Torah says in 2 Corinthians Chapter 6, he said, come out from among them and be separate. Then he said that when you do this, your Father which is in heaven will receive you as his son or daughter. So if you don't come out from among them, he cannot receive you as his son and daughter for the basis of him receiving you as his son and daughter, is just not believing in Yeshua, but it's living according to how Yeshua lived, according to Yahweh's laws and commandments. Remember, Matthew 5, 17 through 19, it says that Yeshua did not come to do away with the law and the prophets, but he came to establish it. Then verse 19 says, everyone that teaches you to disobey Yahweh's laws and commandments will be considered least in the kingdom. And I did some research. 
That verse 19 in the Hebrew literally means that you will be the least, so much the least that you will not even be considered that you exist. Now, that's a, that really opens your eyes to what that scripture really means. It doesn't mean you're going to be part of Yahweh's kingdom but you're just going to be on the low end of the totem pole. No, it means that you won't be considered even existing. Why? Because you are teaching paganism. Because you are serving the gods that are behind the demons that are behind those gods and deities of paganism. All right. So if it's pagan, you need to come out from among it. Now let me read to you, let me read to you out of the New Living Translation, Zephaniah chapter 1, and we'll read, we'll start with verse 4. Now, <clears throat> this is going to shock you. He says, I will crush Judah and Jerusalem with my fist and destroy every last trace of of their Baal worship. Now, one thing I discovered when I first came to Torah, you may have discovered the same thing. If not, you need to really listen to this, that when the Constantine's correctors, they, they had the mindset that they were going to correct Yahweh's original Hebrew scriptures. And they, Constantine called them the correctors. And so what they did when, they, when the original Hebrew scriptures had the name Yahweh in it, they removed that name and put the name L-O-R-D. Now the word L-O-R-D in the Hebrew means Baal. And when you look up scriptures that have to do with Baal, in the Greek, in Latin, and in the original Hebrew, it will be translated L-O-R-D. And so when you use the term L-O-R-D, you are referring to the deity behind that term, which is Baal. So whenever you say, I praise you, Lord, I worship you, Lord, I exalt you, Lord, I call upon the name of the Lord, what you are calling upon is Baal. Who you are serving is Baal. Now, I know you have never been taught that in Christianity or in our schools because they're not going to teach you something that is pagan in a clear understanding. They're going to try to get you to think that it's biblical. Why? So that you will really be deceived into serving the, the God of Baal thinking you're serving the Elohim of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Yahweh. But you are not. And that is why the prophet Zephaniah was prophesying through Yahweh that he's going to destroy every last trace of their Baal worship, which includes people that are serving and participating in Halloween, participating in Christmas, Christmas Eve, New Year's, New Year's Eve, Easter, so on and so forth. 
every last trace. When Yeshua comes to set up the kingdom, you will not find any trace of Baal worship, Tammuz worship, upon the face of the earth. Zeus worship, you will not find it. Because he's coming to destroy every last trace of it. And we're going to also see that it, when you are serving, participating in them, even unknowingly, he's coming to destroy you. Now, when you realize that, when you realize that you are serving these gods, these demons, these false deities, what it should do as you research it, it, it should just, whoa, Yahweh, forgive me. Yahweh, thank you for the blood of Yeshua in 1 John 1.7 that cleanses me of all sin. And this is idolatry. And we know, even if you're just a New Testament person, that Paul said in Galatians 5, that anybody that's involved in idolatry will not enter the kingdom. Just on that, you should be saying, whoa, I don't want none of this. Yahweh, I renounce it. Yahweh, I repent of it. And begin to turn away from it. So he says that he will destroy every last trace of their Baal worship. I will put an end to all the idolatrous priests. That's pastors, teachers, evangelists, so on and so forth. So that even the memory of them will disappear. Even the memory of them will disappear. This is what Yahweh's going to do. He's going to put an end and destroy every last trace of Baal worship. He's going to put an end to the idolatrous ministers, if you would, so that even their memory will not be remembered. And then verse 5, For they go up to their roofs, they bow down to the sun, to the moon, and the stars. They claim to follow Yahweh, but then they worship Molech too. See, many people claim that they are serving the Father. That they are serving the Messiah. They call him by the name Jesus. They call him by the name God or L-O-R-D. That's what they claim. But here it reveals they are really serving Molech, Baal, Zeus, Tammuz. Um, what was, what was um, Tammuz's mother's name? Uh, Zimmer, uh, it's right on the tip of my tongue, sorry. Zimmeramus. Um No, that's what I'm saying. Um, uh, anyway, go on. Anyways, if it comes to me, I'll mention it to you, but I'm having a brain uh, lapse here. Um, but anyways, they are really serving Molech. So when you participate in Christmas, you are serving and honoring the God of Molech the god of Baal, not Simiramis. Simiramis. Thank you, baby. Simiramis. My lips were close to it. Mm -hmm. So, 
we are not to participate in those things, but you, when you serve them, you are really honoring Baal. You're involved in Baal worship. I remember some years ago when I was in Christianity, this one minister, he went around to all 50 states trying to expose Baal worship when in fact he was serving Baal worship by serving them through their names without realizing it. And I can just imagine that Satan was just rolling over in laughter because they think they were serving the Elohim of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, but they're calling upon the name of the Lord. They're calling upon the name of Baal or Molech, so on and so forth. So now look in verse number eight. On that day of judgment, says Yahweh. Now I know they say L-O-R-D, but I don't go there. I will punish the leaders and princes of Judah and all those following pagan customs. He, Yahweh says, I will punish all the leaders and princes of Judah and all those following pagan customs. Why? Because Yahweh said to the prophet Jeremiah in Jeremiah 10.2, as well as in the book of Deuteronomy, look it up for yourself, that we are not to serve the customs of this world. We are not to serve, let's, let's go to Jeremiah 10 real quick. We are not to serve the customs Pagan customs. Jeremiah 10. And it says. Hear the word which Yahweh speaks to you, O house of Israel. So this is the word of Yahweh. So says Yahweh, do not learn the way of the nations. Do not be terrified at the signs of the heavens. For the nations were terrified at them. For the customs of the people are vanity. Other translations say, do not learn the way of the customs of the, way of the nations. <clears throat> These are, he's referring to pagan nations. So he said, do not learn the customs of pagan nations. I hate to blow your bubble, but America is a pagan nation. It was founded on paganism, on Freemasonry, and the gods that Freemasonry serve and come under, which, are, which is Baal and Molech. You look in all, that's why our government's the way it is. You look at all our government um, buildings, you look in our dollar bill, it all has symbols on it that line up with, that represent these demon deities. These demon gods. And that's who is served by our governments, in our school systems. Now there are those that have been born from above, that have come out from among them, that are praying that Yahweh would restore our nation, heal our nation, save our nation, and bring it back to the Elohim of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and that they would be restored, our nation would be restored to Yahweh's feast days, 
and repent of these pagan customs, that we would be restored to his name, that we would be restored to his Sabbath, that we would be restored to his calendar, that we would be restored to everything that lines up with the Torah and Yahweh's laws and commandments. Now, it may not seem like it's happening, but that's when we walk by faith and we know and we believe that Yahweh and his spirit is at work restoring our nation, restoring our lives, even, even if we cannot see it. That his word that you have prophesied, his word that you have prayed, his word that you have taken a stand of faith upon is at work in our nation, is at work in our personal lives, even when we don't see it. So don't be moved by what you don't see. Don't be moved by what you, you're, you're looking at. But only keep focused on what thus saith Yahweh. All right. Um, it says here, yes, though I will punish those who participate in pagan worship ceremonies. I will punish those that participate in pagan worship ceremonies and those who fill their master's houses with violence and deceit. So it's clear here that if you are participating in any form of pagan worship ceremonies, Christmas, Halloween, Easter, so on and so forth, and there are many others, if you are participating in watching the stars and horoscopes, Ouija boards, witchcraft, all kinds of other things, Yahweh is going to punish you and you are going to be destroyed. That is a tough one to swallow. All right, now let's just go to one more verse in Deuteronomy chapter 30. So, ask yourself this question. The things you have been taught, is it pagan? Or does it line up with Yahweh's original Hebrew scriptures? If it's pagan, and most of the things that we have been taught in our schools and in our churches line up with paganism, we need to come out from among it and be separate, saith Yahweh. And the things that we have been taught that do line up with Yahweh's laws and commandments, we need to hold on to it. We need to hold on to it. We need to research it according to Yahweh's laws and commandments. And we might have to make a little adjustments here and there, like the names that you're using, um, so on and so forth. In Deuteronomy 30, it says in verse 16, or verse 15, Behold, I have said before you today life and good, death and evil, in that I am commanding you to love Yahweh your Elohim, to walk in his ways, to keep his commandments, his statutes, and his judgments, and you shall live and multiply. 
Nowhere did the prophets ever prophesy. Did Yeshua ever say? Did the Apostle Paul ever say that you no longer have to obey his laws and commandments? Paul says the opposite thing. Here, if you want to see one of them, turn to the book of Romans, chapter 7. The book of Romans, chapter 7, verse 1, it says, Do you not know, brethren? For I speak to them who know the Torah. So that's who Paul is speaking to here. <clears throat> that the Torah has authority over a person for as long as he lives. Then he compares obeying the Torah to a marriage uh, between a husband and a wife. Then he says in verse 12, So indeed the Torah is holy, set apart, and the commandment is set apart, and just, and good. So if Paul ever taught that it was nailed to the tree, why would he say that it's holy? Why would he say that it's just? Why would he say that it's good? Then he says in verse 14, For we know that the Torah is spiritual. And then in verse 16 he says, But if I do what I do not wish to, I agree with Torah that it is good. Now one of the side notes that the commentators of the Hebraic Bible, Ruth's Bible, says Paul is contrasting his human nature before conversion compared to, the, to Yahweh's spirit after conversion. And so when you read chapter 7, that's what this is teaching us. That it's comparing Paul's, con before his conversion, what his flesh was like, and then comparing it afterwards, where he says that he wants to obey and he could not obey. And then when it says, verse eight, chapter 8 of verse 1, there is now no condemnation to those in Yeshua Messiah who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. Now one of the things that Yahweh showed me one time is that when you are walking according to the Spirit, you cannot be walking against Yahweh's laws and commandments. So if you are walking in agreement with the Spirit, you are walking in agreement with Yahweh's laws and commandments. And when you are walking in agreement with Yahweh's laws and commandments, you are walking in agreement with the Ruach, with Yahweh's Spirit, and then there is no condemnation in you. For the law of the Spirit of life in Messiah has set you free Hallelujah. from the law of sin and death or from the law, from the effects of the curse of the law 
for living lawlessness, for disobeying and breaking Yahweh's law. You have been redeemed from it. You have been redeemed from it. So, why would Yahweh or Paul say that the Torah or the commandments are holy and just, and that if you obey the Spirit, you are, you're going to be walking in obedience to, the, to Yahweh's laws and commandments, why would he say all these things if Yeshua nailed him to the tree? And Yeshua said that he did not come to do away with them. So he knew that there was going to be a group of pagan people that were going to say and that were going to teach that Yahweh's commandments have been done away with. Why would he say that and then say... Yeshua say in Matthew 7, 23, that many will prophesy in my name, many will heal in my name, do miracles in my name, but I will say I never knew you. Depart from me, you who work lawlessness. Another version says, you who work Torahlessness, meaning there are people that do not live according to the Torah. They do not teach the Torah. They do not agree with the Torah. They agree with the God of this world system, who is Baal, who is Molech, who is Semiramis, who is Tammuz, Zeus, not Yahweh and Yeshua. We, the set-apart ones, agree with Yahweh and Yeshua. We also agree that we need to live according to his laws and commandments because we're redeemed by his blood and because Yeshua, Yeshua said, or the Apostle, Ball, the Apostle John sorry, said about Yeshua that if you love him, you will walk as he walked. If you love him, and even Yeshua said, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. Mm -hmm. He also said, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciples, and then the truth will set you free. He also said that if you continue abiding in his word, you will be abiding in the vine. Yeshua is the vine. Hallelujah. So we see here back in Deuteronomy, it says, you shall live and multiply and Yahweh your Elohim shall bless you in the land where you are going in to possess it. But if you turn away your heart and do not listen and are impelled to and even bow down to other gods and serve them, I have declared to you today that you shall certainly perish. So when you serve, um, go to 2 Kings, I believe it's 17. When you serve, um, when you serve these other pagan deities and not the Elohim of Israel, when you do not serve Yahweh, when you do not serve Yeshua, when you do not keep his holy days, when you do not keep his feasts, <clears throat> or is it Second Kings 8? Uh, 
I don't remember. Let me just pull up my phone. I don't know if it's 2 Kings 8 or 2 Kings 17. So let's go. So when you serve, when you serve these other deities, when you serve these other deities, sorry, I'm trying to think, do two things at once. When you serve these other deities, you will be serving the gods behind them. And when you are deceived into believing things, into believing things that are pagan, Nope, not seven, not chapter eight. So let's go to seventeen. Uh, yeah, that's hmm. sorry about that. Yep, it's Second Kings seventeen. I was correct origi originally. Uh, let's see, let's start. It says in verse 12, but read the whole chapter to take it into context. But 2 Kings 17, 12. So when you serve, participate in, and believe in things that line up with pagan teachings, you are serving the gods behind them, which are demons. And you will suffer the judgment behind it. Remember? that Zephaniah said that all those that participate in the customs mm -hmm. of pagan customs will be destroyed. Look in verse 12. For they served idols whereof Yahweh had said unto them, you shall not do this thing. Yet Yahweh testified against Israel and against Judah by all the prophets, and by all the seers, saying, Turn from your evil ways, and keep my commandments, and keep my statutes, according to all the law which I commanded your fathers, which I sent to you by the servants of the prophets. Notwithstanding, they would not hear. See, there are many people like that today. They won't hear it. But harden their necks like to the neck of their fathers that did not believe in Yahweh their Elohim. They rejected his statutes and his covenant that he made with their fathers and his testimonies which he testified against them. And they followed vanity and became vain. And they went after the heathen that were round about them concerning whom Yahweh had charged them that they should not do like them. And they left all the commandments of Yahweh their Elohim. See, when you serve, even by acknowledging, you might say, Merry Christmas. 
You are serving those gods. You say Happy Easter, Happy New Year on January 1st. Now, if you say that uh, on the first day of the biblical New Year, then that's fine. But you are serving those deities. He said they are vanity. They became vain. They went after he, the heathen that were round about them concerning whom Yahweh had charged them that they should not do like them. And they left all the commandments of Yahweh. You cannot serve Yahweh and paganism. You cannot serve Yahweh by acknowledging, say, a feast day and then also serve the pagan custom holidays of Babylon. You can't do it. When you do that, you have left Yahweh's laws and commandments. You cannot have a mixture of pagan worship and biblical worship. Can't do it. Yahweh said you can't do it. It's either one or the other. He said, come out from among them and be ye separate. Yahweh says here through the prophet that when you serve the customs of Babylon's pagan deities, you have left Yahweh's commandments. You have left Yahweh. You have left the Messiah Yeshua. Understand this. And it says, And they made them molten images, even two calves, and made a grove, and worshipped all the hosts of heaven, and served Baal. Who did the prophets of Yahweh say you were serving when you served these customs of this pagan world system? He said you are serving uh, Baal, Moloch, all that the, the gods of America basically line up with Baal and Moloch. Zeus, Tammuz, Semiramis. Those, whom, those are the ones you are serving, and that all comes under the jurisdiction of Baal. You are serving Baal, which is serving Satan. Freemasonry, you need to come out from among it, renounce it. It's all about serving Freemasonry, deities, and gods, and every president, except maybe one or two that I know of, every president was and is part of Freemasonry. They serve the gods of Freemasonry, which are Baal. Our governments, by the original founding fathers, were set up on the principles of Freemasonry, on the principles of serving other gods. That is why our dollar bills have um, pictures and, and idols and, um, uh, I can't think of the word, pictures. Um, I, well, let me do, I don't have my wallet with me. But there are images, that's the word. There are images of idolatry. There are, there are images on our dollar bill that represents Freemasonry, that represents Baal, that represents 
idolatry, and it says, in God we trust. In which God do we trust? In the God of Freemasonry, and in the God of Freemasonry is Baal, and we are to come out from among it. We are to stop serving those idols. Did you bring a, oh, okay. Um, can you get a dollar bill out of your purse? Is it quick enough? I'll show you um, from a bill that my wife is going to bring to bring to me in a minute. So it says here that they rejected all of Yahweh's laws and commandments. See, there are people that are rejecting Yahweh's laws and commandments, and they don't realize it. They think they are serving Yahweh's laws and commandments. I would suggest to you to do research on Freemasonry and see how each step they serve a higher uh, ranking deity. All right. You see that image right there? That's an image of Freemasonry. That's an, an idol. That's a demon. You are serving the idol of Baal. You are serving the idol of Baal. That's the, this America is set up to serve Baal, to serve Molech. This over here is also a, a symbol of the one on that one there where my finger is pointing, sorry. That's also a Freemasonry symbol. It's all over it. And when they said, and understand this, you got to understand this, when it, it was written by a Freemasonry, it was written in, the, in God We Trust, they are referring into the God that is behind Freemasonry because a Freemasonry president, and I forget his name at the time, uh, do you remember it? Well, they, every one of them is. I know, but the one that wrote, that did that, I don't, re I don't remember it. See, these are all things, because we haven't been taught these things all our life, you know, it just doesn't register. You don't remember it. And, but nonetheless, the reason they put in God we trust is because they wanted you to trust in the God of Freemasonry. And every one of the members of our, pre our presidents were Freemasonry. You can probably bet a dollar to a donut, governors, senators, congressmen. Our very first president, George Washington, was. George Washington started out that way. was Freemasonry. 33 degree Freemasonry. Um, Billy Graham was a 33 degree Mason. See, that's not taught in the church. They don't want you to know that who many people reverence was actually a 33 degree Mason. He served the God of Baal. Now he referred to Jesus, but that's not the Messiah's name. That's the, Messiah, that's the name of whom Christianity, Catholicism said was the Messiah, but really, that name represents Tammuz, Zeus, Semiramis, 
and Baal worship. Man, there's just so much. I know I've kind of been here and there on all this, but you need to really get this. So as we close, as I finish it, ask yourself the things you have been taught in church and in school. The things that you believe were biblical. Are they biblical according to the Hebrew Scriptures? Or are they pagan? Father, we just thank you for this teaching. We thank you, Father, for the power of your Spirit that you will take this teaching and you will reveal it to many people. And that you will help people understand and help people grasp whether or not the things that they are believing, are they believing things that are biblically accurate according to Torah and according to the Hebrew Scriptures? Or are they believing things that are truly pagan and they may not realize it? Father, open the eyes of our understanding so that we may see what we need to see. So, Father, we bless you. Father, we worship you for this teaching. And we thank you. Until next time, Yahweh bless you. Yahweh make his face shine upon you. Yahweh give you peace. Yahweh give you insight. Yahweh give you revelation in the power of Yahweh's name. I bless you in Yahweh's name. I, I pray that if you are facing situations that seem hopeless, that you would break through, through the Elohim of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and that you would get the victory that Yeshua came to give you. You want to connect with us? You can connect with me, Mark Pulley, on Facebook, or Yahweh, Yeshua Assembly, Dot com is our website, or we have a Facebook page as well. Bless you, and may the Elohim of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob saturate you with his shalom. Amen.